The podcast you're about to listen to is part of the Professional Casual Network. To find more podcasts like this, please check out professionalcasual.com. As a special thanks to all of our patrons, we are giving away one item from the Professional Casual Network store at teespring.com slash stores slash professional casual. All you have to do to enter is be a patron. That can be as little as a dollar a month, and every month we will give away an item of your choice from the store. Follow us at patreon.com slash professional casual. Welcome back to the Grim Podcast of Perilous Adventure. Episode 14. Oh, <laughs> sheep are here already. Good thing we're heading to the Schaffenfest. Schaffenfest. It's very exciting. Let's go shopping. Let's go shopping. <laughs> you guys have money now. Yeah. Super exciting. I was uh, doing some work on Nina's character sheet in between sessions. And Dan was like, hey, if you wanted to buy a shield, it's like two gold or whatever. I was like, I don't have that much money. And he was like, well, how much do you have? And then we determined I do, in fact, have that much money. You, but, yeah. I mean, it would cost most of your money, right, but yeah. you could buy a shield. And yeah. I, you can always potentially haggle it down a little bit, too. Right. So, but that's exciting. We got paid for a job. Yeah. Lucky got paid for a job for the first time in his life. It was pretty exciting, honestly. You know, my, my papa would be really proud. I'm sure he would if you ever see him again. <laughs> and Carl doing an honest <laughs> couple days of work. Yeah. Good stuff. Carl's very satisfied with his work experience. Yay. And we can do it all again on the way back. We could yeah. just we could just live on Joseph's boat. Beer belly. I feel like you need to talk to him about that first. I now mean, we could kill him and put him in a barrel. Whoa. Roll his ass around. Mm. But you guys like Joseph. What? We do. Right. But he's yeah. Famous, so we kinda don't have a use for him anymore. Right. Um is before what we Mina get, would say. Yeah. Just kill him. It's fine. I don't I don't like where this conversation's going. It's fine. Uh, before we get started, just a quick thanks to all the listeners who have reached out, commented either for, you know, rules kind of things that we weren't doing well or some encouragement. I know that we got a, I think something on like one of the Instagram posts um, of one of the shirts saying that, you know, combat can be kind of cumbersome, but we make it not painful, which I think is a really huge compliment. And so thank you. Personally, I think combat is supposed to be painful. Like you're stabbing people with weapons and I feel like if it's not painful, then you're just really bad at what you're doing. It was on Instagram. Carlo Artworks said, just finished the latest episode. Combat and 4E can be a bit clunky, but you guys made it entertaining as hell. So thanks, Carlo Artworks. Yeah, thanks. Thanks a lot. I think it's mostly because all of our characters make poor choices during combat in general. (laughs) Right. Like crawling out windows that you can't fit through. (laughs) Or playing dead. (laughs) Listen, we found out that apparently that was the correct thing to do and it would have saved me a lot of uh, fate. No, we don't talk about that. Had we known it was a rule. Yeah, right. (laughs) Um, Another big thanks, as always, to Grayson. You know, get your notebook out, bud. (laughs) <laughs> we're gonna mess something up today right. i'm sure we're gonna need it um if you haven't checked out our website yet definitely go there because we've got merch and we've got grim podcast of perilous adventure merch we've oh, got a sweet we've shirt. got a sweet new shirt up and it's so cool and i love it and i can't wait to get it yeah i really want one too we're all gonna get one um you can actually get them at uh teespring.com slash store slash professional casual if you wanted to buy them sweet 
or you can go to professionalcasual.com and click on the store and support page. Yeah. Store and sponsors page. Yeah. yeah. Um, also, super exciting news. I had to double check with the dudes to make sure that I could announce this. But if you love this show, which if you're up to episode 14, I hope you like it. And you're not just a little like, bit. <laughs> like this is just some form of like weird torture. Um, but if you like this, we are working on another actual play podcast where we're doing um, Pathfinder 2E. And I am running it and it makes me scared. But we have the first like playtest episode of that. And that's up on our Patreon. So patreon.com slash professional casual. Join us. Help us out. Get us towards our video goals and, you know, enjoy, enjoy some of that while we get the kinks worked out. It was fun. It was fun. It was fun. I liked it. I liked being a character instead of all yeah, the other characters. That was weird. <laughs> it was kind of weird. Dan got me special new dice. That was a, that was a thing yeah, that happened. So, so you can check that out on our Patreon yeah. and we'll have more up there until we're going to launch a new regular actual play. Yeah. And it'll be called through the extinction curse. Yeah. And it'll be called the lost omens podcast. Right. I can't remember if I said that, but that's fun. And that's, um, like I said, I'm running that and Dan, Tim, JB, our friend Taylor from the space between, and then another friend, Ben are all players in that from the carton cast. Yeah. It's a delightful time and we're all kind of learning pathfinder. So if you're not familiar or if you're learning it too, come learn with us. Perfect. <laughs> right? Hey, we're all friends. Sweet. Yeah. So I'll do a little bit of a recap before we see what shenanigans you guys will get into at the shop and the fest. You, on the way here, you had that midnight attack that you defended the boat like superbly <laughs> to the point where the only damage dealt was with a surprise attack of a bucket of boiling oil thrown at Carl. After that, no one got hit again. Yeah. Which was crazy. Don't mess. No matter Even how much me sleeping in tried to kill <laughs> us. Uh, we were listening to it in the car the other day with my daughter, Lily, and she was like, why does Tim keep doing this to you? <laughs> <laughs> it was really funny. And Danny was like, I don't know. <laughs> but you were able to fend off the attack with the plum. You took the bounty hunter Adolphus Custos prisoner. You put him in your own little brig. You interrogated him. We took off his poorly. pants. You specifically no. did not take off his we pants. We did oil his feet, though. <laughs> yes. I you did a lot like, of weird stuff. I feel like we took his pants off. <laughs> it was brought up, <laughs> but they weren't brought down. Bruno tried to intimidate, but he brunoed it and caressed <laughs> his cheek lightly with a whip. <laughs> you still kind of got what you wanted out of him until, well, you thought you were going to have another chance till you found him dead with a bunch of white foam coming out of his mouth uh, about right before you reached Bogenhofen. So for whatever reason, you decided to stuff him in a barrel that was full of potatoes. But no, we took the potatoes out first. It was full of potatoes. You removed all the potatoes because you are, um, you know, nice to some people at least. And we don't want to waste potatoes. Like we're not wasteful. Especially Bruno. Jeez. It pocketed a few, I'm pretty sure. Are you kidding me? How much Mina loves potatoes? Yeah, she's not wasting those. Oh, right, right, right. Because they're not fish. They're grown in the dirt, (laughs) not in the water. (laughs) You stuffed his body in a barrel. You rolled it into town. Yeah. To Mm -hmm. do something with. I can't. What was it? Why did you guys bring it to the town? We're we're trying uh, to get intelligence on this dude. And so, you know. Bring the body to law enforcement and see what we can learn. Yeah, right. that was 
that was at least the plan. Okay. And then I they mean, were kind of like against it uh, outside Lucky and Carl. Everybody saw <laughs> yes. half of them. It, it was a terrible plan. <laughs> Danny still doesn't stop complaining about rolling the barrel around for a I episode. I put it in the notes. <laughs> I put it in oh, my yeah. notes. If I'm missing anything, let me know. Oh, I will. The notes. You found out that pretty much all the watch patrolmen were are in the Schaffenfest because that seems to be where everybody is. The town was the city of Bogenhof is a pretty large place. Is pretty empty of people in general. So then you decide to split up a little bit. It was Mina and Bruno took the barrel back to the river. Yes, because the watch or whatever in town told us that it was up to the river wardens. So Bruno and I took it and we just pitched it off the pier. Right. They said it was out of their jurisdiction because he was killed on the river outside of Bogenhofen. That was their way of not having to deal with it. Right. Now, Um, we don't know that, right? Carl and I? Don't know. Correct. No, No, you just totally ignorant. Yeah. You guys just met up when we ended the last episode and you were all planning on going to the Schaffenfest. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. You threw the barrel into the river and we're like. All done with well, that. I was. <laughs> Bruno was not that way. Well, Bruno ran, <laughs> trying to look inconspicuous, and so Bruno it up. <laughs> smooth. He Bruno so it up. Meanwhile, Lucky and Carl tried to talk to somebody in town hall for the to get an affidavit for the Carl, affidavit, and they didn't get anywhere with that. No nope. person in the town hall was less than helpful. And then you guys met back up in. I sent a letter to my daddy and to Jana. That's right. That's true. You guys met back up in the Draken. How do you say that? D. Why are there so many vowels in a row? D R E I E C K Platz. Draken Platz. There's no N. Drake Platz. Drake Drake Platz. Drake Platz. Drake. I'm just gonna say Drake Platz. Um, the in this like legal district with the giant town hall. And you learned that if you just head straight aw- straight ahead on the gotten the gotten plats this road, then you can head out the eastern gate and the Schaffenfest is taking up quite a bit of space outside the city, kind of wrapping around the southwestern corner of the city. Major this. No, nope, southeastern corner. Oh, thank you. That's You're beautiful. Welcome. I definitely thought you were gonna impale yourself on that safety. Yeah, thing. I did too Oof. several times. <laughs> Touch and go for a while there. Sweet. I do have to say, game aside, this makes me want like a funnel cake really bad. And we can't I really have want like them a deep year. fried Oreo. Yep. Or I was saying earlier that, no hey, you, you kind of get to go to the county fair in the game yeah. <laughs> as the shopping fest since all the county fairs are canceled. Well, they have the drive through fair food that you can get here at least. Yeah, but like, are the people like putting their hands in their pants and then touching the food? Because otherwise it's not authentic. Yeah. <laughs> I would assume so. Is that I, want, I want that authentic <laughs> chance of hepatitis A experience. Right. Is this pepper you know? or crabs? Right. You don't know. One way to find oh, out. That's Oof. awful. Yeah. It was very offensive to anyone from Afton. Sorry. It's not far away. It's not far. Afton spelled backwards. It's not far. That was their big like campaign for the golf course when we were in high school. Wow. Come on down because Afton spelled backwards is not far. Genius. Yep. <laughs> we still remember it, so I mean yeah. it worked. <laughs> Genius. <laughs> All right. Let's go to the shopping fest today. today. All right, so you guys gonna head over there? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Lucky or no. Mina and Bruno come down the way, yeah. find the other two hanging out. 
So you're gonna head due east so along the Gottenplatz. I'll wave to them. We're over here. Wave well, like, hey guys. Wave like Tim does in the movie. Theater. Yes, exactly. Hey friends. Hello. Did you get paper needed for identity? Now nah, the dude in there is really kind of being not nice about it. He's like, no one else is here. I can't give you that. Swear. He yeah. had to come back on yeah. another day. This paper pushing man does not feel like he is into honest work. He just sits there and does nothing to help us. And takes bribes, but then still doesn't do anything. Sounds horrible. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, did you learn anything about our our friend? Uh, the barrel floats. What? 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 <laughs> what? What? What do you mean the barrel floats? You? No, the the barrel. The, it floats. Sh- oh. sh- surely they had more intelligence than a man in a barrel floats. I like I've known that for a long time. No, down by the river, there was not much interest in a dead man in a barrel. No answers to be had. Right. Unfortunately, we gave that barrel to the river wardens and uh, they they thanked us. And um, yeah, they took possession of it. Oh, did they say they would look into it or? Yes. Oh, all right. I mean, let JB's such a bad liar. <laughs> we assume Bruno's a little bit better. Yes. No, <laughs> not at all. Yeah, yeah. sure. Shifty yeah. eyes and all. Yeah. All right, sweet. <laughs> Shall we go to uh, Schaffenfest and see different uh, activities? I heard there's wrestling. Oh, there's a menagerie too, right? And like fortune tellers and stuff. Sheep, so many sheep. Why? Why are women's undergarments on display? Mena- menagerie. Oh, it's like so. A menagerie is kind of like a bunch of animals in women's undergarments. Oh, so they can keep mm. their uh, self-respect. Well, that is very nice. I would not want animal to be uncomfortable. Well, just with so many people looking at it, some of the sheeps get really self-conscious that so many people are looking at their buttholes. This sounds great. The zoo is so lewd. I'm, I, it's indecent. I can't go. It's as lewd. <laughs> the zoo is too lewd. Oh, that's weird. That's so great. Oh, okay. All right. There's a t-shirt. Right. <laughs> the, the zoo, zoo is, is too lewd. lewd. I just can't go. And a sheep with underwear on. <laughs> All right, so you head along. You see here the the buildings are... You're going to head past the High Temple of Sigmar, which you would all immediately recognize. It's got twin-tailed comets all over the place. It has four huge spires in the corners, and the very tops of those are golden twin-tailed comets. Super. Anybody that's spent any time in the Empire knows that's the symbol of Sigmar, so you guys might not be like over at Sigmar worshippers, but you certainly know that. And this building rivals the town hall. It is huge and majestic. Respect. Well, you notice there's a bunch of other temples around that aren't nearly the size of Sigmar, but um, you recognize Myrmidia and Shalia and Ulrich and Verena and... How big is Sigmar that these temples aren't as big as them? What do you mean? Like how tall was Sigmar? No, no, no. He's he's the main human god. Right, but he said these churches aren't as tall as Sigmar. So how tall was Sigmar? <laughs> aren't as tall as Sigmar's church. Oh, building. oh, gotcha. Big, big dude. Yeah, he's the num- You know, he's the patron god of the empire, so he always gets the biggest stuff. That's fair. Makes the most money. Uh, and then you're gonna head past some smaller buildings. 
Uh, you don't really know what they are. Not being from here. I wonder what these the buildings are. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not from here. Me neither. <laughs> uh, as you're walking, you see there are more people in this area of town. You see the wall ahead. Always you see the gate. Uh, looks like it's pretty well fortified to be able to defend the town from any potential attack. Um, the whole place is walled. Pretty much every city, town, more than a few dozen people is walled because uh, they're deadly things all over the place. Beastmen and goblins and solicitors. Yes, I was going to say other humans. So, yeah. Uh, they're the you worst see there's, villains of all. It's entirely true. There's a few more uh you see more and more people. Most of them are heading towards the gate. Some people are heading the opposite direction, kind of done. We said it's early afternoon at this point. You got here about midday. You got to Bogenhofen about midday. Uh, but there's just lots of people around. Well, everybody roll a gossip check quick. Um, doesn't have to necessarily represent you talking to people. It might just be kind of listening to people as they're walking around. Dan, I rolled a 99. Oh, oh man, I got a 98. I thought I was going to be the worst. Wow. Holy crap. I passed with a 30. So one wow. degrees. Oh, good. Okay. Oh, great. It's backwards day. <laughs> well, it's Nina, a fellowship did, test. I failed. Yeah. I was like, a please Bruno pass. Right. Somebody needs to. It's uh, it's one of the skills that he's good at. Right. Fair. One of the three. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> three out of 20. It's, yeah, it's right. not bad. That's yeah. yeah it it's up. about time you you got to shine. <laughs> so the so Mina, Carl, and Lucky are just chatting about whatever. Like maybe you know commenting on the size of the Temple of Sigmar or whatever. And Bruno is just kind of listening to other people talk instead. And he hears somebody talk about how they can't believe what the emperor what the emperor has done now. You hear somebody just like this is it's just I just it's ridiculous it's, it's insane is what it is I know people don't want to hear you talking about the emperor like that but it, it's insane it says it's I can't believe he could make an edict saying that there are no mutants in the empire that just doesn't make any sense wow oh that means you killed a person then no my Hello Kitty you didn't sticker hear this. would disagree. oh yeah never you mind didn't hear this my Hello Kitty stickers on my sword would disagree with this. I know I didn't so yeah, hear Bruno, you hear somebody talking and they're having a little conversation as you walk by, you hear them uh, say that there's a new edict saying that there are officially no mutants in the Empire and the practice of exiling or slaughtering those unfortunate enough to carry some sort of physical deformity purely because of their appearance is henceforth illegal and punishable by death. Oh, my gosh. That's uh, mm. that's really interesting. Another. <laughs> I wish we had video because Danny Space just then was like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> These Hello Kitty stickers are inaccurate. <laughs> <laughs> so are are these fellas like, I don't know, uh, eating or drinking something at a tavern or? No, they, they were just like just walking, walking in the other direction. You in the other direction. Talking. OK. Um, gee whiz. Uh, I would definitely share that with the group. Be like, hey, guys, did you did you hear about this? No, no. We have to check this out in in a little bit i guess uh i guess uh carl franz said that there's no more mutants in the empire uh oh did they kill them all no i think there's still mutants in the empire and can't just get rid of mutants overnight but uh maybe by law there's no more mutants in the empire maybe was it like before that you were like a lawful mutant never but it was legal to kill the mutants though Oh, so, so it's no now, longer legal to kill the mutants? That's what I've heard. Huh. That's 
what I my elven ears picked up. Well, that's incredibly progressive. I think that this this uh, what's his name? Emperor Carl Franz. Carl Franz. He's on to something here. With a K. Yeah. Wait, Carl Franz? It makes no sense, though. Why make mutants not? Mutants are clearly still. We just saw mutants. Yeah, they're like days ago. Oh, you must have gotten the last couple of them then. Good job. You did it. I wish I could take on that. uh, That amount of boastfulness that I cleanse the empire of such filth. Unfortunately, I do not think that's true. I mean, I think it's probably good just, you know, as a generality to not discriminate to discriminate <laughs> I think it's, it's I don't think it's good to discriminate against uh, people that look different so that was probably pretty good it, now I wonder if there's like some kind of loophole like if a mutant or any other person is eating another guy's hand can you just kill him then I don't know I doubt it because that's just like I said I mean, this is not yeah, being I, wasteful is cannibalism I, I illegal normally can we take some kind of uh, legal check for this? <laughs> Do you have lore law? <laughs> uh, absolutely not. Let me clarify, though, that in real life, I'm not a lawyer, and I understand that cannibalism <laughs> right. is frowned upon I was in society. Say, specifically for a legal check. Can you'd, I do be, a, you'd be surprised, though, how many states in the U.S. cannibalism is not illegal. <laughs> I was going to say, can we do a Laura Reichland check to know that it's highly frowned upon? You can make a very easy Laura Reichland check. <laughs> a very easy one, huh? I mean, okay. <laughs> Yay! I made it. That was great timing. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, this is not every place has strict laws against it, but like it's common knowledge that you don't eat people. That's weird. Right. Like farting and, in public. There's no law against it, but you probably shouldn't do it. <laughs> but it's not Unless the worst thing in the world. you do it silently and you can get away unnoticed. That's why they call it silent but deadly. Yeah. Right. So, you know, it's something very taboo. You know, it's not. There are secluded places in the empire where it's very hard to get food, and sometimes people resort to that. And if that's how they have to survive, they probably just will never talk about it. Mm. But yeah, you know that's not normal. But yeah, so seeing Rolf eating that person was clearly out of survival. Normal. And he also had like flesh falling off of him and green goo coming out of his eyes and yeah, sinus wounds. infection. Yeah. Look, I would eat almost anything, and I would probably not eat a human probably so if that if that tells you anything i figured that you were gonna add like in a delineator word and say like i would eat a lot of things but i would not eat a raw human (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) yeah i mean yeah human is definitely very low on that list of things that bruno would shove down his gullet all right. I mean, it's a pretty long list. That is a very long list, yeah. So, is the fair thing like walled off, or is it just like in the town square? Or it's outside the town. Oh, it's in outside the big the field, town. right? Yeah, like it wraps around like a quarter of the city. That sounds dangerous. It's, it's outside real big. The city. Yeah, it's like like oh. three. You know, I think you've heard that at this point that it's three days long. You have that flyer, but none of you can read it because <laughs> <laughs> nobody can read. Um, you know that it, I think Joseph told you guys that it's three days long. And the whole thing is about the very last day of the of the festival. The big auction, right? Yeah. All livestock sales on that one day are tax free. Mm. So people wheel and deal for the first two days and the last days they make tons of sales. People come from, you know, miles and miles away to sell herds. Right. Because they can do it without 
paying taxes and it's and we just deal. got paid right we did so we Yo, could let's buy an animal we could totally buy lots of sheep tax yeah. free tax free but the sheep that we buy do they come wearing the menagerie you or have do to they buy extra <laughs> oh dang that's it. how they get you and you won't be able to buy them until the last well you could buy them before but going to buy them the last day. Just livestock is free on the, just livestock is tax free on the last day? Only livestock sales are tax free. So at no point during this weekend will uh, sheep panties be tax free. Probably more expensive than usual too because Mm. it's the fair. Gotcha. They're going to be fresh though. (laughs) Yeah. You know. All right. so where do we want to go first? I want to see that menagerie. Do we want to go to the fortune teller and see if we're going to have a good time first so we know whether the rest of it's worth going to? It's probably a good idea because I do not want to spend money if I'm not having good time. I would rather know in advance if I will have a good time. Fortune teller sounds like uh, dirty magic. Nope. No. She probably has a license. (laughs) Otherwise, she wouldn't be able to practice it. Maybe, maybe Bruno, she will be able to give you a um, hint at your future of what kind of coach you will be driving for four seasons when we get back to Altdorf. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So as you guys are walking along, you get to the East Gate and you can see there's quite a few members of the City Watch here. It's a, you know, normally this is a gate that has like a portcullis that would drop down mm-hmm. um it's got towers above um you see probably a couple dozen not a couple dozen like two dozen watch members uh in and around this gate um and as you walk through you see tons of people on the outside you see tents of all different colors you see people all over the place um the sh- from where you come out here you see that basically there's a one big thoroughfare with all kinds of tents on either side and you see the tents kind of um, continue on beyond that for a ways and then you can kind of see between some tents you can see like uh, animal paddocks along behind all that you see the wrestling ring all kinds of stuff so smells weird though funny story about festivals Um, they're normally the best time to burgle people because everyone's outside. The watch is preoccupied. Um, Rolf and I actually got in the habit of normally burglaring people uh, during festivals. And then the one time we didn't do it during a festival is when we got caught because we were so used to no one being home and no um, city watch being around. So today will be a good day to burgle. This is (laughs) dreadful. You've just had your first taste of honest work and you immediately want to burgle? Oh, no, no, no. I didn't say I wanted to burgle. I was just, you know, trying to open up to you guys. I'm sorry. I won't do that again. But you are saying perhaps we should um, take precaution. Right. Yeah, I'm kind of saying like there's probably people burgling right now because the burgling's probably real good. Right. So we gotta like cover our Cover my my Hello Kitty stickers. Well, that and just make sure, you know, things are really locked down on the boat and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Because like everyone's going to be. Carl's going to put his coin purse uh, inside his pants as a precautionary measure (laughs) after hearing about this burglaring. Oh, that was probably actually a really good idea. There's probably cup purses, too. I like it. Uh, So, yeah, I was saying the, the smell here is interesting because you can definitely smell animals. Right. That. You can smell like farmy smell. Yeah. 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 Trying to describe it. Not just like the manure smell, but that but it like smells like earth and, and yeah. hay and yeah, all that. But you can also smell lots of really good cooking food mm. and ale. You smell ale. Actually. 
You smell ale really strongly to your left. Ooh. And you hear, I slide to the left. <laughs> you see there's a semi-permanent building here, not just a tent that has some walls to it. Um, and there are two stocks out front. And in one of them is this nasty looking, you immediately recognize him as a dwarf. Yeah. He's got a bone in Ew. his beard. He does. He needs a tissue. That must be his name on that sign under that. Drunkard and well, no, vagrant. I don't. Oh yeah, we don't know what that says. <laughs> Players, you know, it says drunkard and vagrant, but characters have no idea what that says. Could be his name. Well, we should probably make our overway over there and say hi. He's probably like the mascot for this place, right? I mean, why else would they have him at the front of the right. the festival? I don't know how they handle things where you all are from, but usually, man in the stocks is. Not an honest man. Oh, like he's a fibber. Something has gone wrong. We've seen this in Altdorf all the time. Right, Bruno? Yeah. The stocks are where they put the bad people. Like the ones that get caught for stealing. Oh, oh, like he was probably all burglar and Yeah. Gotcha. All uh, right. So for listeners, this dwarf in the stocks is, he looks gross. He's got rotten tomatoes thrown at him. One stuck on the top of his head. He's got this long, raggy, brown beard that has all kinds of nasty stuff in it. Uh, you can see a bone, like tied up in it. He's got Bruno, snot if you running out of his nose. If you grow a beard like that, you could use it as a you know a hidey hole for snacks. I would if I could. I mean, we should probably just. <laughs> he looks like he's. Is he? Does he look sad? Yeah. We should probably go over there and just. Say hi. He's got tomatoes all over him. He's going to get worms in his hair. This sounds gross. We will say hi. Okay. Well, hey, you mister. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, what's your name? My, my name my name is Gottry. Gottry. Um, do you know uh, Bruno's boss? What? Who? Oh, yeah, your, your boss. Not all dwarves know each other. Oh, I've only seen two. I just assume they know each other. Do you know um, the the dwarf there that runs the... Who do you used to work for? Ratchet. Ratchet Lance? Ratchet, 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 Ratchet. No, I think... Well, your boss's name wasn't Roger, 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 was it? No, it was not. Oh, I, yeah, you must not know him. So what are you in here for, bud? I, I don't know. Well... That doesn't sound right. <laughs> I get, I get out of here. I need two, two shillings to get out of here. But I don't, I don't Can have. Can you do it. magic I, for it though? I spent it all. Would you, oh. What? What did you spend your money on? I spent it on the booze. Mm. So you could, you clearly smell yeah. waves of alcohol from him, and it smells awful. How long you been in here? I uh, earlier today. Oh, so you like just got in? Yeah, it's been a little while. Gotcha, but like not overnight. Do you want to get? You're gonna get me out of here? I think you need to spend some time there and let the the alcohol work through your system. <laughs> Burps and like like doesn't blow it away anywhere. It just kind of wafts over all of you. I mean, is that really fair? I mean, we've seen 
Bruno trying to attack people and getting fights for being drunk <laughs> before. Remember that, that time he drank seven bottles of wine in like eight minutes? <laughs> I was going through a difficult time in my life right then. He was probably going through a difficult time. Mister, do you have a job? <laughs> do you have a uh, occupation? <laughs> Are you part of the menagerie? Yo, who? Are you wearing undergarments? <laughs> As you're talking to him, uh, a little group of kids runs by and they're like, ha! And he gets hit in the face with another tomato, and he's just like, mm. Oh, well, that's, that's racist. Not nice. And they keep running. That's, that's not nice. Those children, if they grew up in Seastock, they would think differently. So, this guy locked in here pretty good? Yeah. I mean, these stakes look, stocks look solid. Gotcha. It, I mean, they're put up today. They're brand new. How long, you, like how long are you supposed to be in here for? Just for today? Uh, Tell you what, if you're still here tonight, you know, it'll be night. I thought you were going to say that was great. He's like, uh, okay. I'll get you a beer later. Some. Yeah, a beer. Yes. Step double X. What? Yeah. Oh, and now you be, we he offer you drooling. generosity like, uh, and then you get picky. Yeah. What, uh, what is the best drinking establishment here? And, uh, what's this? What's Shop, this called? Chef and Fest. What's Shop the place you would definitely get kicked out of if you tried to go there and there drink? He looks around a little bit as much as he can turn his head and he tries to point at a tent like basically across the road and he's like, that one. All right, let's go. That's that's what I'm heading to. All right. This dude is seriously like a teenage girl after prom. Like, get me the Boone's Farm, but only the triple berry. If you don't give me triple berry, I don't want it. Yeah, he so dwarfs uh, Bugman's, I think it's called, no, Sectuple X. Because it's Bugsman's and then there's six X's. Never know how to say it. Sextuple? I think I think it's called Bugman's Sextuple X. Yeah. And it's like the finest ale. Right, because they're like dwar- super bougie about their beer, right? Yes. Yeah. And they ha- dwarves hate human alcohol of any kind, especially Bretonian wine. I think it's like the worst thing ever. Except for a case of like kvass, they're pretty okay with because it's really strong. It's basically vodka. Right. Uh, but yeah, the Bugman's is like, if a dwarf can get that, he will get that. But it costs a bit more than typical ale. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If if we can get some of that in May. Well, let's, I mean, let's hit up the, the fortune teller first, right? Just to make sure the food we get is going to be good. All right. Or to see, maybe she can even tell us where the best place is. And I would like to know if she can tell us if Bruno is going to get drunk and then try to beat up uh, young rich boys again. <laughs> I want to know in advance so I can prepare myself. When you spent they, your experience, did you learn how to do the brandy bounds? <laughs> <laughs> they, they had it coming. <laughs> they did. They, they were did. awful. It's a good thing that I they really disgusting. taught them a lesson. Yeah, uh, we so probably gonna... won't see them again. <laughs> you are pretty far away. Yeah. Yeah. Now. Um, so you're trying to find the fortune teller? Yeah. All right. So as you're walking around, you hear people peddling all kinds of wares, people that are really showy about it. Um, you see people trying to sell like medicines and potions and things like that. Um, as you walk past one stall, the scent of it kind of catches your attention because it actually smells pleasant, okay. like sweet almost. Like a Yankee candle? Sort of, but more real smells. Hmm. I hate Yankee Candle stores. I can't go in them. I think my sense of smell is like just a little too good to go in there. 
Which sounds really sounds no, like a weird. No, it's because whenever brag. you smell anything floral, you think you're gonna have like an allergy attack. So you're like, Wah. well, typically that's true. Well, yeah, it's overwhelming going in those stores, and there's yes. like too many scents at once, and I can't stand it for more than a couple minutes. Yeah. Anyway, you get sniffer overload. Yes. Let's go to the stinky store. Uh, so you take a look at it. You see, there's lots of plants. Oh. You would recognize it as an apothecary shop. Oh. And you see. Lucky's dad. <laughs> yeah, maybe they know your dad. They might. I'm going to draw my sword. <laughs> <laughs> you can't do that just based on how people look no more. Is it a lady apothecary or a, it is. a not lady apothecary? Now, okay. would we She's know cute. that uh, these apothecaries would sell, you know, certain um, healing Droughts and and uh, things. That's what. Po- yeah, yeah. We would yeah, know. Apothecaries that. are certainly. That's what they do. That's what they trade in is uh, herbs for all kinds of different things. Usually things like healing or um, to fight off disease. Some of them claim that they can make like love potion type things or you know stuff like that. They can be a little esoteric, but it's pretty typical. Well, lucky you. You may want to pick up a, a healing. Poultice, uh, just in case you're hit by another coach or a crossbow. Oh, yeah. Either Bolt. one of those. Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> I know I'm going to be fine since I'm always fine. Uh, I haven't been touched yet. But, you know, again, you, you've you knocked on death's door Wait, more than once. You haven't been touched yet? Are you trying to say you've never taken damage? Don't look at me like that. Really? Don't judge me. <laughs> Uh, That's should, should I not have said that now? I just, right. yeah, yeah, I feel I, like you're kind of pressing your yeah, luck right yeah, now. I'm gonna put that on his radar. <laughs> Ooh, just put a target on it. Down. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make a Here's note. Here's the good news: I don't need a potion now. Because <laughs> <laughs> you got a meat shield. I'm gonna go <laughs> after the armor. <laughs> so Tim asked me when I said that I was taking notes last time. He was like, you know, try to make a note of something like impact. What I wrote, I wrote it down. Impactful. Something Bruce interesting up. or impactful. Bruno's never been touched. Bruno Tom's God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, so let's make our touched, way inside. Touched this. by a lady. He's never been touched but by a I lady. I thought you had kids. <laughs> Bruno's my father, yeah. Oh, right, right. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, right, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, you see all kinds of plants. So she, um, You can walk in her tent. The front of it's open, but she's got like a shop kind of inside the tent. Uh, it's a little darker in here, a little cooler. Plants all over the place. Lots of flowers, lots of little tinctures and things. There's glass bottles. Um, she's got like pestle and mortar, all like, a bunch of them all over the place. I always have to think before I say those words. Otherwise, I mix it up and say mortar and pestle. Something like that. Is, Is it a pestle and mortar? <laughs> no, I say well, say the words. Mortar and messel. Yeah, something yeah. like that. But it smells kind of pleasant in here. And she's like, oh, how are you doing? Can I help you? I got all the best herbs. You can find. I'm good. My name's Lucky. What's your name? My name's Elvira. Hi, Elvira. What's up? He's trying to sell some herbs and poultices. Need any? What any? is a poultice? That's like a chicken, right? That would be poultry. Oh. A poultice is. Well, let me let me show you. And she um, picks up like a rag. She says, "This is what we typically call a healing poultice." And if say you got a bad cut on your arm, hold out your arm for a second there, Lucky, and or or like a crossbow bolt in your back. These could work for that too. You need a bigger, a bigger cloth, but sure. Okay. okay. Uh, I guess. And you wrap this around the wound. 
wound and it'll help it heal better. So a healing poultice uh, mechanically in the game is, is I love the entry for this uh, in the book. It says this foul smelling medicinal wrap is made from animal dung and urine combined with any number of common herbs such as sigma foil, terabeth and valerian. You do not suffer any minor infections from a critical wound treated with a healing poultice. So, so she tells you that it'll help your wound heal safer. Right. Oh, gotcha. If off. you put animal dung on it. Right. Well, just your head signs. It. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, how, how much are the, the healing, the healing things that you are selling? The smelly healing things. Oh, one of these, uh, 15 silver. Whoa. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, do you have anything on the cheaper end? You got some like Chipotle or anything? <laughs> I do a few uh, healing drafts. What does that do? Uh, she picks up a bottle. Uh huh. Does it smell as bad? Is it made uh, with like, animal poop? There's like a cork stopper in it, and <laughs> okay. it has like a greenish liquid. Um, she said these will perk you right up, make you feel great. These are going for twelve silver. What do they? What do they actually like do? Uh, mechanically, if you drink it and you have more than zero wounds, you recover your toughness bonus and wounds immediately. Oh wow! And you can only take one per encounter. But twelve silver, huh? That's pretty much everything we were paid. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, can I try and haggle that to be a little bit cheaper? Sure. Cool. Well, she's talking her up. I'm a, you know, give her the old finger guns. Not again. Is Actually, that an opposed test, or do I just have yes, to make it? Yes, it's an opposed test. Okay. I rolled it for Elvira. Do you uh, do you know Lucky's dad by any chance? She's giving me just a second here. What was your? I failed with one. What are we calling them? One level success level. I failed by one success level. Okay, she passed with three de- degrees, three success levels. Chip. Okay. So she's like, sorry, you know, we get it cost me a lot to to bring all my stuff here from Weisbrook. So no. I understand. I, gotta, I will. Uh, I will pay the twelve silver for one. And uh, thank you. I hope you make many sales um, and don't have to encounter smelly drunk dwarfs. Oh, thanks. If you find yourselves in Vicebrook anytime, you can stop by my shop, my regular shop up there. Where's that? Uh, it's up the River Bogan towards Altdorf. Oh, you would know that was the town. Yeah, remember that's in. the place that that guy shot me a whole bunch of times, and that other guy clubbed me. Yeah, you were there four days. Yeah, ago. that's a dangerous town. Yeah, dangerous. It's a very dangerous. Yeah, check town. this out, and I show her my my. Puncture wounds in my she's back. She's like, oh, oh. And she like gets really close and she's like, somebody did some fine work stitching you up. <laughs> yeah, actually, it was the uh, the 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 guardsman or whatever in Vicebrook. The 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 city watch of Vicebrook yeah. stitched you. Yep. Oh wow. I guess um must be pretty important for them to to do something like that for you. Well, yeah, probably. I don't know if you know my dad. His name's Doctor Dregs. He works in Altdorf. He's uh-huh. also on a pocket to carry. Apothecary in Altdorf. Yeah. Oh, um, I feel like I've heard that name before. He goes by Cricket, too. Cricket. Don't, that sounds works, very familiar, he, yeah. He works for the Emperor himself, Yeah, he's right? the yes. Emperor's Apothecary. What? Well, yeah. I didn't hear him in those terms, but I have heard of a Dr. Dregs. I, I, I feel like I've sold him materials in the past, but it's been a long time. I, I've been around. Uh, Mina, can you go outside quick? <laughs> Why? Can just step outside. You are, you are going to tell filthy lies about me. I can tell. No, this. literally zero of those things. Okay, goodbye. Uh, so <laughs> just walk out. Yep. Now that, like I'm done with this crap. Yep. Now that the shoe is gone, listen, I, I'm I'm in this business a little bit as well. I, I know I know your markup is significantly higher than what it should be going for. Can I get one for like ten? One what? A healing draft. 
I know it only costs you like probably what six to make. Well, and you probably normally sell them for like eight to ten. Like I'm still probably paying the higher amount that you would normally charge them for. I make a haggle check. And obviously I'm not trying to like ruin your your stride over here. I fail by one degree. I shit you not. I got seven degrees of success. Oh, gotcha. So she's like, I, can't, I just can't. Success levels. Sorry. Use the right term. You got seven success levels. All right. Her haggle is amazing. Well, I mean, yeah. All right. I mean, Bruno, you're probably going to buy one of these, right? Well, me and has got one. We're, we're safe. <laughs> yeah, you only need one, right? Right. <laughs> we can share it. We all just take a drag. Um, I mean, from now on, I'm using Bruno as a human shield, so that's fine. <laughs> well, right. He's near and <laughs> He's near and vulnerable. you're going to yeah. buy an actual shield. Yeah, but he's way cheaper. <laughs> Bruno <laughs> usually stays in the back. <laughs> That's true. He's going to go attack from range with his whip. Right. Miss. So how's business been today? I mean, it probably things just started out. Started. We're getting, things are going well. And I understand that people are a little turned off by the prices, but it's just how I have to make a living. No, no listen, I got you. Like I, I said, will say, yeah. compared to the other Potion peddlers here. My things actually work. Oh, there's a bunch of uh, swindlers here is what oh. you're saying? Oh, for sure. You got to be careful what you buy here. So so we don't end up spending our money at these swindlers and have more money to, to stop on the way back. Mm. What would you say would be a couple great ways to pick out a fake? If it doesn't smell like it's going to kill you, it's not going to work. Oh, that's actually a good point. Yeah. yeah. Typically, those peddlers will try to sell you things that smell really good. It might even taste good if it's something that you eat or drink. That's often a sign that it's not going to be good. Um, typically, things that will actually heal the body are going to be bitter or even sour. Hmm. All right. Are they all are, are healing healing things like always green or or made with animal dung? <laughs> She's like, hey, let me show you an example. She picks up. She there's like a little basket of this. Um, kind of ugly looking flower she holds it under your nose for just a moment does it smell real bad or strong or anything it smells strong almost like um like a smell that hits you between the eyes and makes your eyes water a little bit but you feel like perked up a little from it oh geez gotcha all she right says, this here's saltwort and she puts it back gently well i'm, I'm yeah sorry go ahead <laughs> <laughs> she's something like that might not be the most pleasant experience but it will it'll it'll work that'll wake you right up you try to buy something like that from somebody else. It's not going to it's not going to have that same punch. It's not going to be as pungent. I sh- maybe shouldn't have had Mina leave because she has a lot of trouble like waking up for her watch shifts um, and something like that really would have probably, you know, prevented us to have a lot of less trouble than we had. But all right. Well, your name was what again? Evelyn? Elvira. Elvira. Elvira Kleinston. Well, Elvira, hopefully I'll run into you again. And if I don't, I'll tell my daddy you said hi. Sounds great. If you don't see me again at the Shopping Fest, always feel free to stop by my shop in Vicebrook. Absolutely. Well, like I said, I almost died on the streets there. So chances of me going back are probably not great. But uh, I give her the old ba-boom and walk away. <laughs> ba-boom for listeners was the classic finger guns. Finger two guns. degrees up or two success levels. She just kind of shakes her head and goes back behind her desk to, to work on selling stuff. All right. Wait, two success levels for what? Uh, finger, finger gun guns. charm walking out, of the, <laughs> walking out of the room. So charm is actually supposed to be opposed by cool. Oh, she actually kind of chuckles at it. She's like, oh, <laughs> that's adorable. There we go. 
That's how you get them. Persistence. And she leans over her desk and it gets really dark in the room and she's like, cricket. No, <laughs> 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 All right. So you okay. visit the apothecary. You're yeah. heading to the, whatchamahoo's it? Still yeah. haven't made it to the, uh, the fortune teller. Yeah. yeah. That's what I was trying to say. Uh, so you're going to try to find the fortune teller. You're going to see what else is around. I mean, if there's something that piques yeah, your well, interest on the way yeah, there, right? Yeah. yeah. Just mosey. Not uh, marching straight there. Yeah, okay. we're just making our way downtown. I, I mean, there's tents all over selling all kinds of stuff. Is there anything in particular that you're looking to buy? And they have some money. You could easily find it along this way. It's kind of like the commercial area of the Schaffenfest. Like I said, you can see a bunch of animal paddocks to the south um, along the wall. Stretch out pretty far. Uh, would be like city blocks worth. Uh, and beyond that are some more tents, more of the like entertainment stuff. You can see the wrestling tent over there. You see a jousting uh, field set up beyond the animal pens, mostly sheep, of course. But you do see pigs and some cattle. Actually, see a whole herd of cattle uh, a little bit further east of the town in its own like big field. Wow. Are there like outlet <clears throat> ri- wizard robe stores? I mean, you can find clothing, sure. Yeah. I need a nice wizard robe. Nice wizard robe. But like, you know, not real nice. Okay. I assume you're going to want to haggle. Yeah. Why don't you start with that? We don't have to role play every single shop and encounter. I fail. Five. Four. Uh, robes cost two gold crowns. Oh, fuck that. <laughs> I was told there would be swindlers. I know I was just going to get robbed. And I moonwalk out of there with a charm. Oh, and no. I fail that by seven success levels. You, you walk into one of the ropes holding the tent up, like right in the face, and you almost fall. And you're like, ah. But you're so mad about that price. Just so mad about that price. So What's really funny is that I forgot to upcharge that price. Wait, really? That's out of the book. That's really funny. I don't know why robes are so much. Huh. Well, all right. Well, that's not in the cards for me. That's fine. Jousting is, seems like such an... I've never seen land jousting before. It seems like such interesting sport. Uncle Chet tried to get together a, a jousting league in C's Dot. He thought himself a champion jouster, but we did not have the the land capacity, so they would try to do it in boats, but they could not get the boats to go fast enough. And so it would just be Uncle Chet and another man and they would be drunk and then they would push each other out of the boats with broom handles. That actually sounds really fun. (laughs) It was, you know, only three died from doing it. (laughs) They were drunk. (laughs) Uncle Chet was very popular in Seas Dot. So do you want to head towards the jousting list? I think we're still moonwalking towards the fortune teller, right? Why don't you I, want us to go to the fortune teller? Is that that I don't? You said you were looking and you wanted to see what else there was. I mean, oh, he was yeah. talking about the joust, so yeah. I thought that oh, was. Fair. She yeah. was trying to say she wanted to go there, but no. I don't think just, we're all moonwalking towards. Just telling stories. What do you want to do, Carl? Yeah, Carl could do some uh, equipment transactions since I have no clue how to use this crossbow. Wow, that's really weird. <laughs> <laughs> Tim got a real serious look on his face. Like, here we go. <laughs> Well, so, yeah, I mean, like, I could buy and sell at a festival, right? Yeah, for sure. Can yeah, you not so, use a crossbow uh, with ranged bow? Is it a different skill? You can use a crossbow yeah. untrained. You just can't use any of its qualities. I just meant, like, it's its own 
advanced skill, yes. it would not fall under. Correct. Gotcha. correct. Okay. Yeah, yeah but bow. as like a human, I have ranged bow, so I could like swap it out. Oh, yeah, and get a bow. Oh, yeah, I have that too. You could. You're looking for a short bow, a bow, or a long bow. So, like, merchandise-wise, uh, am I going to be able to sell the crossbow for uh, MSRP? No. No? Well, okay. Maybe if you got a really good haggle check. Then I probably want to set my aspirations at a short bow, because I'm also trying to kind of interested in getting some leather leggings. Okay. So should I just do, like, one haggle for all of my equipment transactions here? Yeah, because you probably talk to this armor, the, whoever it is. Probably somebody selling a weapon would be separate from somebody selling armor. So let's do that separate. What are the differences uh, between short bow bow and long bow? Uh, range and damage. Yeah. Um, so I do have on a haggle check two degrees of success. Carl's going to say, this is a great crossbow. I've been shot by it, and it it's really good. <laughs> Uh, so the person oh you're talking God. to is a uh, a human male with a big, his own big mustache, but it's kind of waxed out to the sides. And he was like, looks like a crossbow to me. I'll give you two gold for it. Two, two gold. It nearly cost me some portion of that to get my wounds healed. <laughs> he just shrugs and he's like, all right. Mm-hmm. Uh, can I haggle with him and tell him how close to death I was from... And getting shot with this thing? <laughs> yeah, never mind. I tell him how great that this honking crossbow is because it almost killed me that time. Honky tonking. Oh man. <laughs> I used that to try to roll another time and I rolled 90 instead of 70. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you get. You show him your sweet scar and he's like, oh god, that's it's just gross looking. But yeah, he offers you two for the crossbow. Um he's selling short bows for four gold a piece. Oof. This is like uh, this is like carny prices. This is not so good. Yeah, this is too bad we got rid of the barrel because I mean they're not bending us over anything here. <laughs> Thought you were thinking uh, that there would be like room for one more in the barrel. Ooh, baby. Mm-hmm. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna take my business elsewhere. I think I can get a better price another day. Okay. Yeah, he kind of shrugs and he's like, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. Now you're finding that prices are a little inflated at the shopping fest, which in our world we know is typical for any place like they got you locked in here. They're going to jack up the prices. Mm-hmm. $3 for a bottle of water. They got fireworks, ding flapples or moon whistles. I don't know. Whistling I mean, bottles. There's, there's black powder and stuff in this world. I don't know if fireworks are a thing that you'd be able to buy. If there was a merchant from Cathay, they would probably have fireworks. But for them to come all the way there... From there to here. Yeah, that's fair. Cathay uh, wouldn't do that. <laughs> it's super dangerous to travel from Cathay to here. Well, this is this is disappointing. I feel like there's no point in spending money here. This is hogwash. Let's find the fortune teller. <laughs> Maybe she can or he can tell us where all the good deals are. Well, once we get all that money from the inheritance, we'll be flush with cash. Oh, that's true. Our made in the shade. Is, oh, uh, that's here too, right? That is here. <laughs> I it keep forgetting about city, that. Yes. Now, is there a time uh, requirement on that, or is that uh, at any point during this Schaffenfest while we're here? I think it just for the inheritance. Yeah, 
No, it's kind of like the sooner you get there, the better. Yeah. Kind of oh, thing. gee whiz. We could just make a ton of cash and then buy this whole place out. I mean, we need to make our way with all convenient speed. Oh, uh, we have not been doing that. <laughs> no. the, well, we've been inconvenient several times. <laughs> <laughs> you probably check out that fortune teller, then the menagerie, then maybe some jousting and wrestling, and we'll do that all on the way to wherever we're supposed to go. I mean, the place that we're supposed to turn that in is probably closed anyway, and it's probably run by that dickhead that wouldn't even talk to us. And they need the affidavit. Oh, yeah. To confirm the identity. Well, since... We so that's should. like the strongest David, right? Like the Alpha David. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Well, you were saying well, he'll that probably be wrestling. You were saying that everyone that could have given you an affidavit was here at the Schaffenfest. So maybe we just have to find their tent. Maybe they have a oh, tent set up here, tent. like like the DMV does at the the fair. They could like do like a, you know, like a, an on the spot on the spot affidavit signage thing yeah all right we just okay. gotta look for the guys in the blue t-shirts <laughs> i mean you do um the stocks that you met gotri outside of, were outside the festival courts okay so there's right. official Maybe building See? Know, the semi-permanent buildings there yeah but oh. you haven't gone too far from you can walk back up that main that main thoroughfare well now i'm walking forward while they're moonwalking back the way we came <laughs> So or we could go to the town court, the festival. How courts? far is the fortune teller from here? Well, you you haven't really found out yet. It's my noggin. Huh? I had a thought right there. What? Go to the get the affidavit here. Since they're all here. I mean, I guess we could do that. You want me to go and talk to him? Just give me a you know half a gold each. What? No, I think we can all go talk to him. I... <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. You're probably right. Yeah, yeah. let's go. <laughs> <laughs> wow, lucky you're getting. It's like you're rusty. Yeah, it's been a little while. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you head back up the way. Uh, you go past Elvira's tent again, get those smells. Mostly good. I was just jacking up my prices because it's fair. Oh, fair. <laughs> uh, and you head back to the festival courts, which are pretty, they look official-ish. Um, like I said, they're kind of semi-permanent buildings. Uh, looks like they were, you know, they obviously were built in the last week or so. They're kind of raised up from the ground so they can be taken apart pretty easily. Uh, that's why I normally moonwalk places, because uh, if they see you uh, coming at them back first, they're going to think that you're leaving and they won't think to stop you from going in. Ooh. I do not understand why we need piece of paper to say that Carl is this other man when there are three live people here and one dead person who would attest to him being Caster Liberung. Oh, right. it's a good thing you actually brought him to the River Wardens because they could probably back up that story. Yeah. We should have rolled him with us then since he was a corroborating witness. Yeah. Who is dead. He, he will say nothing now. Well, I mean, we could still have used him. <laughs> All right. So you head back to the courts. You see Gotri still there. He looks pretty miserable. Uh, you know, he's kind of with it because he's so drunk. Uh, and you see outside the, the buildings like facade is tent. The whole thing isn't wood. Uh, you see two Bogenhofen State Army halberdiers standing in front of it. Oh. As you walk up, they're like, can we help you? And they kind of move their halberds to block the entrance. 
I ain't moonwalk up. It was your first mistake. <laughs> we're we're here to to get an affidavit. The one they look at each other. And one guy's like, I think that's something you need to do in the city. It's not really what we're covering here. This is for people, you know, messing up at the festival. You should no. go to the town the town courts for that. They sent us out here because there was they, one guy there and he said no one else is working because everyone was working here. What? At the town courts. Oh, well, I mean, like I said, it's not we cover just like criminal stuff in here. Well, this is definitely not criminal. This is totally on the up and up and nobody's being uh, criminal about this at all. At all. Nothing criminal about this. It's like, well, Judge Richter's not going to have us have you go inside for that. Sorry, you can, like I said, head just head straight up the road here. You'll see the town court. You can't miss it. Take Nolner Veg until it gets to Gotten Platz. You'll see. You, you go past the Temple of Sigmar, and it's the next biggest building. No, yes, we have been there, and they oh. said go here. Oh well, there's a Weasley guy read, read Weasley guy reading a big book, and he just wouldn't give us the time of day, and he told us to come here. Uh, well, you know, guys in there are lazy sometimes, but I, I, we can't help you here. I mean, can you ask? Can you just ask them? Ask the judge real quick. It's kind of important. This this guy over here is kind of a big. No, deal. I mean we've got our orders. This is you're not here for any particular case that's happening at the fair. So they, they let us know who we let in. And sorry, not. Is there anything else I can help you with? Yeah, what did the guy in the stocks do? Eyes, uh, you know, public drunkenness. Dwarfs. It's a festival. Yeah. Okay, Bruno, get drunk, and then we will have to come back here, and then the judge will have to see us. I, I don't know if that will ingratiate us to the judge. Yeah, that's true. And uh, I don't know. Sometimes getting to invited to the parties, the biggest hurdle to cross. <laughs> if there's any, if there's not anything else I can help you with. I'd ask you to, to be on your way here. Yeah. Have you ever seen anyone do this before? And I give them the finger guns and I moonwalk away. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. There we go. All right. Uh <laughs> <laughs> He's two not degrees, impressed. Two degrees of success. Ah, oh, shucks. <laughs> he must. He probably has seen someone do that before. He probably has. A lot of people go by the the, the festival court here. All right. Uh, tried. tried. Wait, can someone get married at the festival courts? It's like what? No. What about to a sheep? Just go. Is marrying sheep illegal? Which would make it the jurisdiction of the festival court, or is it just frowned upon? It's like I don't, I don't know what you guys are talking about here. You're, I, I got a job to do here. If you, is it something I can actually help you with? I will gladly do that. But if you're just gonna ask me any questions, you can go talk to the fortune teller. Really? How do we get to the fortune teller? Oh, so he points the other direction. He's like, head straight down. You know, keep heading east. Um, she's got a cool, the dark blue tent. I'm pretty sure it was. And how do we sign up to wrestle? We gotta go to the wrestling ring. Where's that? For the wrestling, you 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 can join that. Your friend there with the red mustache looks like he'd do pretty well against Soul Crusher. Uh, talk to the ringmaster Shattinger. Yo, who's who's Soul Crusher? Oh, the you wrestle against a guy named Crusher. Oh, big dude. I wouldn't want to go up against him in there. Let's go to the fortune teller. So you got a couple of choices. They got a bunch of choices. You go to the fortune teller. You could go try to get the inheritance. You can go to. How can we try to go get the inheritance? Well, what if we just go to the office and maybe they maybe having people in person will count 
we won't need the affidavit. All right. Oh, I, I feel like we should um, go do some more things here at the Schaffenfest. Oh, like the fortune teller. <laughs> yeah. Maybe the fortune teller will tell us, you know, if we can do this without an affidavit or not. You guys are obsessed with this fortune teller. Let's go see. Oh, we got fortune teller. We've got the wrestling. We've got the jousting. jousting. We haven't gotten menagerie. any food yet. Oh, yeah. And the menagerie. I need to see these animals in undergarments because I'm just imagining. And my my aunt Erda, she had some knickers. I tell you, uh, they would fit a very large animal. So I'm excited to see that in person. Well, you have directions to the... Fortune teller. Fortune teller, if you do want to go see that, you can see where the animals are. The menagerie, you don't know where that is yet. You haven't heard about that. Fortune teller, let's go. Yeah. All right, so you make your way back up that road. Uh, if anybody wants to buy some food on the way, you're going to go past a bunch of food stalls. Yes, please. What kind of thing are you looking for? Everything. I'm just imagining uh, this right, like, is like a swing in the rain scene for <laughs> yeah. spinning off of random poles and people. And, uh, there's a pie vendor. <gasps> yep. Okay. Yes. Is this a halfling pie vendor? No. Just a human. Not, not just a human, but human. Not as good. No. Um, You're not so, going to find halfling stuff too often. Okay. All right. So that was uh, really fortunate of us to run across those halfling yes. uh, in keepers there mm. that I promptly um, insulted. insulted. Uh, yeah, definitely uh, grab a, a pie, a walking pie. All right. So you can get a pie. Um, the, the person sells it to you, assuming that you're going to like share it because um, <laughs> they don't know you. Uh, it's five pennies. All right. Yeah, that's a uh, should I haggle for that? I think I should. Yeah, it's the empire. You pretty much haggle for everything. That haggle is a terrible roll. So no. How many Success levels did you fail by? Success levels is negative three. Oh, that's pretty bad. I had negative two, so it's worse. Uh -huh. does, does this, so five pennies. Does this place have, is it like a bakery or is it just a pie shop? Most places here are very specialized. This okay. one's just pies, but there's all kinds of things around. Pies, pies, oh. pies. Since that's it's still like. Somebody walked by and they're like, I've got nuts. It's got a big pole with like. Sticks come off with bags of nuts. Wow, that's a lot of nuts. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, get your nuts here, hot roasted, salted nuts. I did, I, I, I'll wait till Bruno finishes. Someone else is like, sweet breads. Oh, that's like organs, right? <laughs> Are sweet breads like organs? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. 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 In this case, he's talking about like actual like dessert breads. I. What about like a loaf of bread? I need to get some rolls. Sure. Okay. Find that. How much? How much for? How like, do you want? Like two rolls, like enough to sober up a dwarf. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. I think he's gonna. I knew there had to be some ulterior motive. Uh, I'd be a penny for two rolls. I'll haggle it. You gotta haggle less than a I'll, penny. Give me three rolls for a penny. Oh, I see. Um, Eighty-three. Man, these are on fire tonight. Yeah, okay. I had two degrees <laughs> of success. So. Yeah, fine. I'll take two rolls for a penny. <laughs> Make it. Will you give me five for for two pennies? I already filled your thing. Fine. All right. Well, I guess I won't buy two more then. Whatever. All right. Finally going to go to the... Who's it? The fortune teller. Why can't I remember that word? <laughs> so you walk up to the tent. It's a very dark blue tent. And the, the door, like the doorway of it is closed. But like not tied shut. 
and you hear, don't be shy, you can come in. Oh, shnikes. You should probably go first, Mina. Okay. You're the bravest. No. Finally, you are seeing my true character. I'm going. Okay. So Mina walks in. Okay. This dark room. Smells like caramel. Okay. Oh. As you walk in, she says, don't be afraid. You can oh, all come in. Oh, for the love of Pete. Oh, it looks like my mom. Mystic Margaret is nothing to be scared of. She okay. says it loud enough to make sure that the three of you outside can hear. I'm going to walk in. She doesn't have pupils. Yeah, she's pretty freaky looking. So she's got like almost glowy white eyes. Yeah. And she's like the dazzled with coins and tiny skulls. Yeah. Carl's going to go in, but I think that he's going to need to take a cool check to not be afraid. Okay. And I fail that. So negative three success levels. Oh, she says, it's nothing to be afraid of, but the future. Have a seat. I mean, yeah. All right, I'll sit down. I don't, I don't know. I'm also pretty afraid of some parts of my past. <laughs> <laughs> well, have a look at yours next. So she has a crystal ball yes. on the on the little round table between you. And that's like the only thing in this tent is not really adorned with anything else. Okay. She says, I hate to do this, but I must ask for a donation of at least five pennies. Okay. You pay it? Yep. All right. You don't haggle? If you can't haggle with your future, what can you haggle with? <laughs> she says, please, place your hands on the ball. Okay, so I put my hands on the ball. All right, she puts her hands on yours, and her fingernails are like two inches long. Oh, gross. And like come to points. She says, close your eyes. Try to empty your mind. Okay. Let's see to your future. I see a dark place, a narrow place with water. And there, there's death there. And then she like pulls her hands back and she like blinks and her eyes look kind of normal. She says, I hope that means something to you, Mina. How, how, and then she kind of holds up her hand like anybody else want to go? Yeah, she said Carl was next, I think. <laughs> yeah, Mina will get up. <laughs> Carl, do it. Do it. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll try it. Carl is going to, you said the donation was five pennies, right? Yeah, at least, she said. Carl is going to slide over seven pennies and say, not too scary, okay? <laughs> I just love the idea of Carl. Is this like <laughs> big, big old, dude. like the, the Halper Deer guy was like, oh, he looks like he'll do a good job wrestling. And he's like, don't make it too scary. I love it. So she says, put your hands on the ball. Carl does so with a little trepidation. Are your hands shaking a little bit? Yeah, just a little. Right, she puts her hands on yours and her hands look tiny compared to yours because I'm sure you've got big hands and you feel a little calmed by it. Oh, that's nice. Her eyes roll up in the back of her head. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, I didn't forget to mention bees. that the, the crystal ball <laughs> is glowing a soft white light. And as her eyes roll up in the back of her head, it glows a little bit brighter. And she says... I see seven men and two. One of the two 
will destroy the others and many more besides. <gasps> then she takes her hands off again, like dramatically, and her eyes come back to her. She kind of holds her out her hand again like anybody else. Bruno, you're up, bud. Uh, Bruno, like, finishes uh, whatever pie was left in his hands. <laughs> this whole uh, time he's just shoveling pie <laughs> into his mouth. Trying not to eat it, like, and break the, the mood, I'm sure. Like, you hear, like, slurping sounds from the back corner of the, the tent. Uh, he'll, he'll come over. He'll pay his five. Yeah. Okay. Sit. And she says, hands on the ball. Cleans his hands off on his. <laughs> Covers uh, the ball with jam. <laughs> she nods <laughs> as you do uh, that. And, and uh, yeah, he, he looks at her straight in the eye. All right, again, she puts her hands on yours. And Bruno's hands are probably bigger than you would expect. Mostly because they're really wide. Yeah, like little sausages. <laughs> sausages. And again, her eyes roll up in the back of her head. The ball glows a little bit brighter. She says, beware of a big man, a rich man. He will bring much danger. The sign of the rose is red, dripping blood. Hey, that kind of sounds like you, Carl. You're a big, rich man. She looks at Carl and she says, I do not see rich. He is plenty rich. This is Caster Lieberum. She shrugs and she says, what do I know? She looks at Lucky and like offers like motions to the side. All right, guys, we should probably get on out of here. Uh, No, I'll sit down. I'll give her a silver shilling. Whoa. Listen, I want the full experience. She's very happy. She just kind of waits. She doesn't feel like she has to say, put your hands on the ball again, you know. Oh, yeah, I palm that thing. All right, so you put your hands on the ball. She puts her hands on yours, and she says, Oh. Oh. (laughs) And then her eyes roll up in the back of her head. Ball glows brighter than you've seen it glow the other three times. She says, Oh, the great killed the small, and the highest served the lowest. You are in great danger. The eye is upon you. <gasps> Come back in episode 15. Find out what that might be talking about. Fortune tellers are scary. She's talking about spark plugs. Thanks so much for listening. Why don't you go and check out all the other great shows that the Professional Casual Network has to offer, including season one of The Space Between Presents I Saw a Tiger, which follows the Netflix smash series Tiger King and details the acid-washed antics of Joe Exotic, Carol Baskin, Jeff Lowe, as well as others. This season, we're taking a deep, dark dive into the four-part Netflix docuseries Jeffrey Epstein, Filthy Rich. Big Fiction Energy is our audio drama pod in which Tim, Danny, and myself tell the story of Lanny, the Girl Without Fear, a fantasy novel by Dan. A grim podcast of perilous adventure is the Professional Casual Network's Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay Actual Play podcast. We're playing through The Enemy Within, which is widely considered one of the best campaigns of any RPG. Join Dan as the GM as Danny, Tim, Alexander P. Nelson, and JB try to survive the perils of the old world. And if you needed more deep dives, also check out The Space Between, which is a discussion and review of the best games, comics, and nerd movies of today and yesteryear. We also have Elite Eight Showdown, 
with high-octane host Big Chuck and his research team. Join him while he financially ruins his partner Tim and completes an eight-team tournament bracket that could be about anything and everything. Lastly, we have Professionally Asked, Casually Answered, a totally real, totally fake advice show where we take questions and topics from you, our listeners, and do our best not to completely ruin your lives. Danny, where could people follow us or ask us questions for Professionally Asked, Casually Answered? I'm so glad you asked that, Tim. You can go ahead and email us questions. Our email address is theprofessionalcasual at gmail.com. You can also follow us and message us on Instagram at theprofessionalcasual. On Facebook, we're facebook.com slash professionalcasual. Twitter, we're at top tier casual. Our website is theprofessionalcasual.com. On Patreon, you can find us at patreon.com slash professionalcasual. And you can also check out Lindsay's Instagram at lindsayfphotography, where you can check out all of her great photos of abandoned places and events. What are some other things that people could find on our Patreon, Danny? They can find Sarah's doodles. They can find different vlogs. They can find lots of polls. I know Big Chuck's got a ton of stuff up there. It's all just a wild time. Extra bonus content, all of those things. 